Hello, hello. We are like really back to back today because uh, we had some tech issues this morning. So, but now I have Christine with me. Hello, Christine. Christine, another um, one of my businesses that has come back to do another summit with me. And I'm super excited to see your face again. It's so lovely to see you. Why don't you introduce yourself and tell us all about you and your business? For sure. Yeah, no, it's been, um, it's great to come back again. I love being part of the summit, so I wouldn't miss it. Um, but yes, my name's Christine and I own Torat to Baron um, Perinatal Services. So we cover everything from prenatal to postpartum. So we like to say even preconception, I have people that, you know, are, are messaging me about fertility questions and things like that. Um, basically, it's just meant to support the entire journey. So whether it be prenatal classes and, and educating there um, or supporting through like movement and, um, you know, kind of getting to know your body in a different way as it morphs through pregnancy. Um, but then also heavily on the postpartum side, because it's a very lonely world out there mm -hmm. in the postpartum side, as much as, you know, there's mommy groups and things like that. Sometimes you still feel like you're needing to put on that show when you're out and you're not, you know, talking about sore nipples and things like that. Yeah. Um, so I provide uh, lactation counseling as well as like sleep help um, and just general help that way. Um, and I've paired up with some other people as well to help with um, just different kinds of movement um, specific to the the prenatal and the postpartum kind of body that, that changes and morphs so much. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, and I'm meant to kind of be there through the whole thing. So I have a lot of clients that were just on like a text basis or a social media message basis or whatever, um, where it's, I may not talk to them for six months. And then all of a sudden we're chatting every day at 6am because I'm up anyway. So, yeah. what? <laughs> um, so it's, not, it's the kind of premise of my business is to be a little less of that formality of um, you know, our midwives and our OBs and everyone that are part of the journey too, that are, are, they have their place in their time, but less of the scheduled appointment and more of the support kind of 24 seven, so to speak. But mm -hmm. tell us about the name of your business, because I'm sure you get asked this all the time. Like what exactly um, does it mean? I know the meaning, but <laughs> why don't you share with everyone? Because they're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so as I was kind of coming up with um, the business name and, and looking at making sure I wasn't, you know, copying anybody or whatever, there's so many, um, you know, baby and me and mommy and this and like all of that kind of thing. So it's like, okay, where do I go? Um, so my, uh, where I live in King Carden, um is a very heavily Scottish town. Um, my entire kind of family background is very Scottish and, and that heritage. Um, you know, I actually enjoy the sound of the bagpipes. Um, I know I'm a rarity there, but hey, we have some pretty awesome events um, in our town. Um, and and uh, so from that, I kind of thought, well, I might look into some, some different words that may um, you know, not be as popular. Um, so Torak means pregnancy and Baron means baby. So it's meant to just be pregnancy to baby and kind of that all encompassing, um, journey of the whole perinatal cycle. Yeah. I love that. 
Um, and because you are in Car King Carden, but you also do um, have options for clients all over. Um, so let's touch on that real quick, just so that, you know, because I know you're a little bit more um, off to the to the lakeside compared yeah. to a lot of um, a lot of the other uh, practitioners and that they're on here. But um, thank goodness to the world of technology, we have these options now. So touch on the, that a little bit on uh, what others, the services and the options that you have with those. Absolutely. Um, so conveniently, I started my business right before COVID because <laughs> and so through that, it kind of opened my eyes to the virtual world and allowed me to one network with people like yourself and and be part of things like the summit which is fantastic because like you said technology um but also service people virtually uh, which has been great i have clients all the way out in kingston and toronto area and niagara um down kwa all of that kind of thing um i do have in-person stuff that we do in king carden but it's it's few and far between, um, mainly because people like to be comfy in their home. Um, and why not, you know, learn, you can, I could be wearing jam pants right now. I'm not, but <laughs> like, as far as clients go, they can definitely be comfortable that way. Um, and that way too, like partners can join and feel a little more comfortable than being, you know, up close and personal. Um, even things like lactation counseling can be done virtually. There's a lot of kind of questions and and I've kind of morphed my, my own education to be able to do it virtually. Um, also because a lot of people are still, you know, uncomfortable with in-person and all of that too, which is, is totally fine. Um, so basically any of my services I can offer virtually, um, all of the like movement classes for prenatal and postpartum, the bulk of them, we just do virtual anyways. Um, the other thing too with living in King Carden is we have something called sideways snow. So <laughs> if I want to ever offer services between December and, well, it snowed this week. So right. <laughs> between December and, and April, then uh, virtual is definitely an option there to avoid having to go out in those Bruce County storms. But um, so yeah, so anything um, prenatal education um, or just general prenatal chats and movement, um, and then sleep consulting, lactation counseling, um, all, all can be virtual or in person. So amazing. Amazing. So let's touch a little bit about you, um, and your background and your story and how you've kind of come to find this passion. For sure. Um, so basically I started, looking into it. Um, my background prior to starting this business, um, I went to school for sciences. Um, so lots of biology classes and all that kind of thing. So it's always been a, a general interest for me. Um, and then furthered my education in children's mental health and um, early childhood development. Um, so I am a, a teacher by trade. Um, and so I work with with kids of all ages um, for the most part anyways. But when I had my own little guy who um, turned two and a half today, which was a little bit, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, when I had him two and a half years ago, um, I found that there was very minimal support or at least, um, support that felt comfortable. So there was, you know, there were lots of, like I said, groups and things like that, but it was less about, you know, supporting and educating the moms and more about, you know, oh, let's have entertainment for babies or, or, you know, story time, music time, which again, those 
are great and they have their their space um but less about you know just a comfortable space for moms to come and and chat about all the crazy things going on um even so much that when i was pregnant my doctor told me oh don't worry about the prenatal classes that are run like free through the hospital you have a science background it'll be you know you already know it all yeah but i didn't i went into my birth experience and it it wasn't you know traumatic or anything but it was just I, i really didn't know what could come out of it what the options were and that kind of thing um so after kind of getting through that fourth trimester that early newborn phase i thought you know what i I need some more education in this and and went back to become a perinatal educator. Um, And of course, I haven't stopped there either and went back to be a lactation counselor, um, despite, you know, my husband being like, you need to stop taking work, (laughs) but I can't. So, um, but that's okay. And so it was just this, there's definitely services in the area, but I felt that there wasn't that kind of personable support that, that I need. And as, as someone who's on the social side of things and maybe a little more like type A, you know, need to know what's going on. Um, I just found, you know, Google to be this massive, scary place. And, (laughs) you know, there wasn't, there wasn't that like support. Um, and this was also pre just pre COVID, um, when things weren't as virtually accessible either. So. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I think that, um, a lot of us have found our way and found our passions through through our own experiences as well too right mm-hmm. and found that like oh there isn't you know that much out there you know when we've gone kind of gone through it you know as mothers and you know experiencing that but then it, i feel like it also creates more empathy on our end of things because it's just like yeah i remember i remember being there you know i maybe had a different experience but you know it just makes it more relatable um for us to talk to our clientele and really you know feel um, what they feel and remembering, you know, what it was like at six weeks and just being like sleep deprived and, you know, you're, you're sore, everything is sore and you're just, you know, you just don't know what to do or where to turn to and just having someone like yourself out there that they can reach out to and send a text message to and be like, I'm, I'm struggling, you know, and just, you know, having those open and honest conversations. I think that, you know, is the most critical part, um, especially in these times that we're having now hopefully being post-COVID um but during that that period as well too so for sure exactly well and and in our community here too a lot of people have moved from other areas Mm -hmm. for work Mm -hmm. um which is what we did uh nine years ago and so as grandkids have now brought the grandparents closer to us but you know even through pregnancy and everything like that there was no kind of support um that way and not to say that my mom wouldn't run up here if i needed her yeah right you know like you said just being able to send a quick text and and even at like 4 a.m i always tell people i'm like my phone is on do not disturb like feel free to send them and i will answer them even at you know 6 30 when i'm up with my guy or whatever so it's um yeah it's been it's been rewarding that way to know that clients can can just you know yeah i'm struggling or like oh i have this question and i googled it and i there was 14 different answers like (laughs) what's the right one and that kind of thing so it's um it's been nice to kind of service in that way too 
Yeah, for sure. I think Google can be like a pit of despair for mm -hmm. sometimes, right? You know, yeah. sometimes it's just like you just need that person on the other end that you can be like, okay, why don't you try this, this, or this? And then yeah. none of those work. Let's look at something else, you know, and just having, you know, someone there who's actually, you know, cares about you and cares about what's happening um, as opposed to just, you know, a keyword clicked into a search browser um, and just having that one-on-one -on -one and that, that personal experience, I think, mm -hmm. you know, make, can make all the difference. For, for sure. sure. And there's a lot of, unfortunately, like shame out there and in, in your different options. Like even I think of, you know, sleeping and it's like, if you go sleep training, you're, you know, depriving your child. If you co-sleep, then you're causing psychological, like there's just, there's so much like negativity out there with that kind of thing. So it's, yeah, I, I try to be completely unbiased. If someone asks, you know, what I personally have done with with my son um then absolutely i'll share but otherwise it's you know here's the options we don't need the negative side of it just what feels good for you and go from there so yeah. and i think um we really have to and and society is such an influence when it comes to a lot of those things but i think we really just have to navigate you know parented our own way you know and do our own thing i still my four-year-old still shares a bed with me but it works for us because um their dad works afternoons he gets home at 2 30. he doesn't disturb me coming into the bed he just sleeps in her room so yeah. you know like it that works for our family exactly and it might not work for everybody but that works for us and it works for us right now you know in six months down the road it might be completely different i might be like get this four-year-old out of my bed because she's a flip-flopper and i can't sleep but you know, you got to do what works for you and what works for your family. Yeah. And, you know, they're, you know what, you, you just be happy for everybody that they're getting sleep. You know, the kids are happy and healthy and, and that's all that matters. Right. You know, yeah. we don't all live perfect Instagrammable lives. You know, we, we have yeah. real messy lives and it's okay. Oh you yeah. Know, it's okay. That's why I'm tucked like in the back corner of my chair. <laughs> All of that is the, the hot mess of, of parenthood, but it's not something that I, you know, I hide or, or anything like that. Mm -hmm. You know, if someone was like, how do you, you know, how do you do it? It's like, I don't like there is, yeah. there is stuff everywhere, but, um, and yeah, if it, you know, whatever, whatever works for you and same with like, whether it be lactation or sleeping or how you go through pregnancy, that kind of thing, as long as no one's harming anybody themselves or, or their child, then it's, then you're doing the right thing. Um, and so it's, yeah, it's my, my goal anyways, with any of the services that I offer is just to support, um, whatever decision the moms make and, and give them as much information as I can. Yeah, for sure. Let's talk a little bit about your in-person classes, because I know that you offer um, a variety of things in person in Kincartan, and I love um, seeing those pop up every week and all the different things that you offer. Let's touch on those just a little bit so um, that uh, we can well, talk about it, but share with everyone what that you what you offer. For sure. Um, so like I said, I've, I've paired up with a couple of different people that are certified in different forms of movement, but specifically in like prenatal and postpartum movement. Um, because as much as we hit that six week mark and we go back to our OB or our midwife and they're like, yep, good, you're checked, like see you later. Um, they're saying now that postpartum is actually th like early postpartum is three years. Postpartum mm -hmm. is for life. Once you've had a baby, 
it's forever. Um, but that early postpartum is three years, which a lot of people end up, you know, if you're not done having children, you're having more within that time frame and whatnot too. So, um, so it's been nice to partner up with some people and be able to provide um, a bit of movement that's specifically catered for them as well as that support and education. Um, so we run a weekly kind of mom, mommy and me social movement um, kind of class. So it's time to chat. And like I said, you know, whatever comes up, it's a, a safe space. Um, and we close all the doors and let the kids crawl, walk, run, whatever they need to do um, and kind of socialize themselves as well. Uh, which has been a great one. I, I now have a lot of clients that are coming with like their second baby. So it turned a little bit into like a toddler class, <laughs> which is totally uh, in the house too. And, and I've got one of them too. So, um, but yeah, so we offer that. And then I also partner with um, a yoga studio and we offer prenatal classes in that sense too, but they also specialize in like Thai massage and, and different techniques for, for helping kind of alleviate prenatal pains and, and all of that fun stuff too. So we do like a combo partner support birth kind of education classes with that too. Oh, I love that. That's mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that the mommy and me groups and, and I find that with my own community with stroller fit as well too, mm -hmm. is just having those conversations and being like, are you going through like, you know, sleep regression time? And everyone's like, yeah, me, me, you know, like all yeah. the, you know, the moms pipe up because, you know, these are common milestones or, or common things that happen um, during those, you know, first year or so of, of growth for, for children. And, you know, just like the teething things and the no sleep or the no eating or the picky eaters and, just being able to have like that community and that that village that you can like bounce things off of and have those conversations and just to not feel like you are completely alone on all of these things or you know that that's like oh okay you went through that a month ago okay how long did it last all right all right we got maybe a couple more weeks or you know just being able to kind of get you know especially for first-time moms it you know it can be quite as you said, like a very challenging time because you feel alone, you know, your partner may have gone back to work. So you're here, you are day in and day out with this, this little human that you're responsible for. And it, it can be very, you know, it can be hard, you know, it can be a challenging time for anybody. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And I, I find too, that um, what we kind of offer in like our classes, and I'm, I feel like it's very similar to yours as well, um, just from seeing posts and things like that is that it's, it's a very like open and non-judgment area. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if, if your baby cries the entire class, we don't care. You know, the, yeah. my partner that uh, does the movement section of it, she has three kids. I've got, you know, I've got mine. And so it's like, we've been there. Like we've, we've been to the mommy group and we've had the screaming ch child. And like, you know, we've had the looks like, Oh, well, it's story time. Like maybe you should take your baby out. And, yeah. Yeah. you know, I'm like, no, like, just keep going. Like, we're like, if you're, you know, if you're feeding, it's like, we'll morph the movement for you. You can do it sitting down instead of standing up or, or whatever it is. Or if your toddler's running around, you know, playing with the plunger from the bathroom, that's fine. <laughs> um, so it's, it's just been nice to kind of see that almost sigh of relief when it's like, especially it's hard to get out of the house with mm -hmm 
mm-hmm. babies, toddlers, like no matter how many kids you have, if it's one, if it's 14, it's hard at, at that point in your life because it's new and it's, it's not something that you've kind of established or gotten used to. So, um, yeah, so it's kind of nice just to watch parents come in and just have that sigh and sit down and be like, okay, it doesn't matter what my kid does in here. I got out of the house and that's all that matters. And I'm getting a little bit of movement in and, and that kind of thing. So yeah, for sure. For sure. And just, again, that self-care time, you know, even mm-hmm. though you have little ones with you, but you're still, you know, giving yourself almost like a mental break, you know, and just like taking a load off. And I think I'm sure they all just leave smiling and their shoulders have come down quite a bit more and just feel a little bit lighter um, after having that, that time. What is something you wish that your clients knew more about? Um, I think just about like the options that you have. Like I, I find and, and I know I find it even with groups of friends that, you know, if if a couple of very dominant friends or even especially family members have a certain kind of ideal around sleep or breastfeeding or um or pregnancy and, and how you should, you know, birth your baby and that kind of thing, that that can really dominate your thoughts. Um, and you want to lean on your friends and your family. Um, but unfortunately, you know, then you kind of get into that rut of, oh, well, all of like my friends said that like, it's not okay to breastfeed in public or whatever it is or something like that. Right. Yeah. And then like, you can do whatever you want. Or, you know, all of my friends said, you have to breastfeed until they're four years old. And it's like, well, I'm not, I'm not feeling it. It's like, cool. Let's, let's talk about, you know, bottle feeding. Let's, let's figure something out that works for you or or whatever it is. Um, So I, I think just knowing that there are options in every area um, and that it doesn't need to be like super complex either. Like we were saying, you know, the, the Google hole that there are too many options that way, but there's more options than, you know, what your maybe louder friend likes to express or your, you know, your aunt Betty that says, Oh, you have to get an epidural or, you know, whatever it is. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it's just, it's just that there's, that there's options and, um, and that you may not agree with all the options or what your friends' families are doing, but to know that they're there so that should your, you know, decisions not pan out the way you thought that they would, or, you know, second baby comes around and all of a sudden they're a completely different kid, um, knowing that, you know, you can revert over to another option. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I almost, I, I say this quite often to my clients, but parenting is kind of like a choose your own adventure book. Yeah, you you come to a point where it's like, okay, we can go this way, we can go this way, we can go this way, we can go this way. And there's always options to come back to that point and choose another path. You know, it's, this is what you know, you make it your own and you make your own way. And as you said, as long as there's no harm to any yourself or the baby or anything, you know, you just you do what works for you, right? You know, it doesn't have to be what your best friend has done with all three of her kids because that worked for her, but that might not, not necessarily work for yourself and your family and, and your lifestyle and the things that you do in your own home. Exactly. Yeah. What, um, what drives you? What motivates you? What gets you up at four 30 in the morning, other than the little person in your house? Oh, but- <laughs> um, yeah. I, I mean, like he, he definitely drives me and, and, um, 
and just even I've been lucky enough to be motivated by some very great friends and um, that value my education and, and advice as well. So as they've been kind of raising their babies and, and things like that, it's it's been uh, kind of nice to have a support system that way. Um, but as far as motivation to kind of, you know, add more and take more more in, I think, is just you have to practice what you preach kind of thing. If if I'm saying, you know, you need to be more educated and and that, you know, education is knowledge or knowledge is, you know, power and all of that kind of thing, um, then myself, I I want more knowledge and and to add more to my repertoire kind of thing. Um, so that definitely drives me to to take take on more education in, in that way. Um, and just honestly, it's, it's the clients. And I know a lot of people say that in all of their fields, but it's, you know, having those clients text and, and message and, you know, have these questions and, and relying on me for information. Um, or, you know, when they're saying like, Hey, someone told me I have to do this, but like, I don't feel comfortable with it or whatever it is. Um, so knowing that there's that trust in me too is, is definitely a huge driver for me. Yeah. I love that for sure. Yeah. Our clients like, we love you guys. You are definitely our driving force and why we are here, you know, because we found, you know, our passion and found our, our, our drive in life to, to help others. And, you know, I feel like you and I are very similar. We're both nurturers and, you know, we just love to help and care for other people. And, you know, we're just, we're like, you know, our, and our clients are almost like family. Like we're like, just like one big family. And, and that's the, I think that's like probably the best part of our jobs as well too, is just having that community and, and those clientele that aren't even really clientele anymore. They're, they're family to us. And, you know, they really are something special and I'm sure having them come back from, you know, one, two or three babies, you know, and, and maintaining that relationship and that connection, um, that you have with them and that, um, in that role is just, is such a special special thing as well too for sure yeah it's definitely neat to um to get round to and and I always kind of make sure you know with permission that I that I follow my clients back on on Instagram mm -hmm. or Facebook or whatever it is um just to kind of watch as they they go through the the journey because they usually I mean a lot of people go back to work or whatever it is at a year or 18 months mm -hmm. and then I'm seeing them less or hearing from them less because they've kind of found their way and and you know toddlers are their own thing, but there's less of that, you know, lactation and sleep support. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so it's, you know, it's like you said, it's, it's family. Like I want to see, you know, their birthday parties and it's like, oh, it's April. So that's, you know, so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so all happy, <laughs> like, you know, and, and that kind of thing. And, and, um, so yeah, they definitely are more than clients. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. I love that. Do you have any book recommendations that you kind of rely on often, or is there any kind of resources that you tend to to gravitate to for a clientele, things that they could kind of look to on their own? Um, so I, I do really enjoy the book, um, like the fourth trimester. Mm. Um, it's very uh, much not talked about like said you know you have that you have your baby and then you don't see your doctor for six weeks um and I just remember going into my I think it was at four weeks 
a visit for my son. Um, and I had a question about my body and something that was going on. And my doctor actually said, you'll have to make your own appointment. This is only for your child. And I was so deflated because it was, it was a simple, like I had a, a leftover residual pain from something. And I was like, do you have any advice? That was all it was, you know? And um, it was like, oh, you'll have to make a separate appointment. And I was just, you know, I felt so alone at that point. Um, so I do like the fourth trimester for that, um, more so for like prenatal clients to read it, just to know we focus so much on, you know, the birth and the labor and, and that it's, you know, scary and that kind of thing. Um, and less so on the bigger kind of journey that comes after it. Um, so that's definitely a, a common one that I recommend as opposed to the, um, the pregnancy books and, and all of that kind of thing, because I mean, ultimately if they're clientele, they're probably taking a prenatal class with me. So I'm teaching them the options anyways. Um, and some of those books can be really daunting. Like the, even the, like what to expect books, nothing against them, but they're like this big. And yeah. if you're, you know, if you're working or if you've got other kids or whatever's going on, you don't have time for a book that thick. It doesn't happen. Um, Otherwise, the other the other resource that I really like is is just all the like Dr. Jack Newman um, resources out there for for lactation and everything like that. Um, that book is my kind of holy grail as far as like problems. <laughs> um, even right down again to myself, I went to a lactation counselor when I had my son, and um, I had a question. She's like, "Oh, I've never heard of that," and then carried on just to talk about, "Oh, when did you move to King Carden?" And it was kind of okay. Um, and so when I started into this journey, I actually looked in that book for the concern that I had. And it was like, there was a whole page on it. And I was like, perfect, at least I know for next time. But yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's another, another great kind of problem solver one too. But for sure, for sure. And I love the book, The Fourth Trimester, because I really, I, I totally agree with you. Like we do all of this prepare for the birth, but then you're handed this child and then it's just like, okay, now what? You know, yeah. I got diapers, I got, I'm going to breastfeed, I'm doing, but then it's like, there's so much more, you know, there's so many things that, you know, doesn't get talked about and, and that we maybe don't think that far ahead, you mm -hmm. know, as we're going through the pregnancy and, and getting prepared, you know, you know, even just the simplest little things like the mesh underwear or, yeah. you know, having pads on hand, you get home and you're like, I don't have anything for me. I don't have ice packs. I don't have any of those things. I don't have a, a you know, the Perry bottle, I don't have, you know, like just all those little things. I like soak through all of my nursing bras and all yeah. of the pads and like everything. And it's just like, you know, just having, you know, those more of those conversations about the fourth trimester and the changes that our body goes through after baby as well, too. We talk about all the pre baby and like, you know, things, but like those after baby things, how, you know, we really, you know, things change and, you know, having four myself, I've experienced it four times and every single time it was just that little bit different. You know, there was just something that was just a little bit different. And, and then again, trying to like accept our postpartum bodies as well too. And, and, you know, we're not all Instagram perfect, you know, like, and I love how there's so much more influencers out there now that are, you know, jumping on in their beautiful hospital mesh underwear and showing pictures of their body and what it looks like right after they've had a baby or within a few days. 
and just being real and raw about these things because I think those are the conversations that we need to have and those are the things that we need to talk about pre-baby as well because you know it can be scary that all of a sudden it's just like okay I just had a whole bunch of blood clots so it's like what's happening here you know and, and and not knowing that there can be like extra pain and you know things that can happen and I was very fortunate I had midwives for my last three and honestly just having that person to go to and ask those questions but we, we're not all privy to that and we don't always have those options in our areas so having someone like yourself available to be like Christine, uh, this happened this morning. What what's going on? You know, yeah. and just being able to create that relationship and have that, I think that's amazing. I think that's so important. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and it's just like you said, it's so unexpected. And then you know, you're in the hospital for like maybe a day, yeah. um, especially if you've got you know other ones at home waiting for you and and that kind of thing. Then you're itching to kind of leave and. Um, even yeah, just as simple as like, oh, make sure you take like our hospital has, you know, peri bottles, but it's like, make sure you take enough for like all of your bathrooms, because if you're downstairs and your peri bottles upstairs, that's a bad combo (laughs) (laughs) and and no one else is home, but the baby, like they're not going to go get it for you kind of thing. So it's just even little like tidbits like that, that, yeah, like you said, you know, you're so focused on like the, the birth and the labor and um, because that's usually, you know, the the daunting side of it. But mm-hmm. luckily, we are kind of hopefully heading into an area where, um, you know, you don't have to, you know, hide it and and all of that. And a, a big, big part of all of my classes in postpartum support is boundaries. Um, and, you know, having to I hear so many people and it's like, oh yeah, like, you know, all of, all of my aunts want to come and see the baby, like within the first week or, or whatever it is. And, you know, I don't even know what I'm going to like look like, or if I can shower or whatever. And I'm like, don't shower. Don't. I'm like, if you are in like a nursing tank top and there's giant, you know, like milk stain, who cares? Like, and if you don't feel comfortable with people seeing you like that, then tell them they can't come. <laughs> yeah. That, that's the end. They don't need to see the baby in the first week. The baby is still really stinking cute at, you know, six, eight, <laughs> three months even. Um, and so that's kind of a, a big component of it too, of, like you said, just mentally being prepared for what your body will feel like, what it'll look like, what, you know, mentally you're going to feel like as well. Cause that's a, a huge component. Um, and just kind of, you know, you could be anywhere from this to this, to wherever you are. Um, and so, you know, setting, setting those boundaries are huge. So, yeah, I think that's amazing for sure. And I think, Luckily, with COVID, it kind of helped a lot mm-hmm. of the boundaries being set for us. But we have to, you know, now going forward, kind of create, you know, that boundary and, and you know, create that little safe bubble around us and, and around our family and around, you know, and our mental health as well, too, for sure. 100%. We have to protect those things. And, and, and as moms, I think, too, we always feel like we have to be on. Like, we have yeah. to be perfect. We have to be on. And you know, life is messy, as we've already <laughs> already said, you know, the same thing behind my computer. This is my storage half studio space. So I have mattress back there and a crib and a whole bunch of yeah. stuff that's like, you know, just moved up and out. But, you know, life is messy and, and, you know, kids are messy and things happen. And, you know, we just have to like live in the mess and, and 
honestly just soak it all up because the the time when there's so little as you said like your little one is growing so fast i can't believe it and it, it goes so quickly and we just have to enjoy the ride you know and, yeah. and create our own stories mm -hmm. absolutely yeah. Was there anything else you wanted to touch on today, Christine? We covered uh, quite a few different topics and quite a few different things and conversations. We kind of knew, you know, this being our second talk, that things would just kind of roll and be a little more freely. But uh, was there anything else that you wanted to touch on? Uh, no, I think I think we covered it all. Um, I mean, the big thing being that, yeah, a lot of my services are, are virtual now. Um, and, you know, even if it's as simple as like sending a few texts back and forth just for some support. Um, but uh, I do kind of, I schedule based on other people's schedule, um, specifically that came from being in King Garden and the bulk of families have shift working spouses, either your partner or yourself. Um, so it was like, well, the whole premise of like a prenatal class that runs every Wednesday night, I, you know, even when I was pregnant, it was like, well, my husband could come to like two of them out yeah. of five whatever it was. And so I was like, well, this is redundant. Why, why are we going to do that kind of thing? So um, just, yeah, that I schedule around anyone else's time, um, obviously within, within my toddler parameters and, and what not you, but um, it can be a morning and afternoon and evening, all that kind of thing. Um, and until May 1st, um, I'm offering 10% off if people mention the postpartum summit and that they heard it there. So off anything, lactation, consulting, sleep consulting, prenatal classes, all of those things. So amazing. Yeah. I'll put that in the group as well too. Um, as well as all your information and your links and a little bio about you and your services. Thank you so much for joining me again. It's yeah. so great to see your face again. And, you know, it's like, feels like it's been forever, but it's only really been, you know, almost a half a year or a few months. I but know. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just awesome to connect with you. And we, ha we have a, a little social media relationship. So we see each other quite often on socials. But yeah, yeah it's nice to, to actually have conversations again with you. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much, Christine. Um, and if anyone needs to reach out to you, I'm going to drop all your links so that they can get a hold of you. But what is the best way to reach you? Um, email or through your website, Instagram? Um, usually email or Instagram is, is best. Um, I find a lot of people reach out through Instagram just because it's like I post something and they're like, oh, yeah, I want men to contact her um, because, you know, mom brain is, is yeah. real. <laughs> it's okay yeah I need to talk to her or whatever so um but yeah whatever whatever works that way and then from there I'll kind of establish what the best way to contact for for um whatever the client wants whether it's text email through social media all that kind of thing so yeah perfect amazing awesome well you have yourself a wonderful Friday again it was so good to see you and uh, hopefully we will be chatting again soon uh, I would love to do um, another you know series maybe of conversations with you for the podcast and uh, we can kind of touch and dive a little bit deeper into uh, some of the, the services and uh, and kind of have deeper conversations about things absolutely anytime thanks awesome. so much for for having me part of the summit. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. All right, bye.